two misguided coaches, one formidable goal. This is the Centre Pass Podcast. Kia ora once more, it's the Centre Pass Podcast. This is episode 17, two misguided coaches, one formidable goal. Well, Coach Cam, a formidable goal that reaches its very, very stunning climax this weekend. One more game left in the regular season, one more game for us to push into that top four. But first of all, Cam, how the heck are you, mate? Oh, I'm doing all right, you know. You know, the rain last week, you had some sunshine. That's fine. That's yeah, fine. definitely. Uh, I'm definitely a box of birds this week. I'm I'm super happy to be on the podcast and just feeling really, really good uh, leading into these last few weeks. Uh, yourself, though, mate, you've, you've managed to just sort of survive and claw your way through to this week. Oh, mate, flourishing, I would say. Flourishing. That's, that's lovely. Well, unfortunately for me, this episode is, that's probably as as good as it gets for me, uh, this episode, because this episode, as you will know, is called the Mishaps episode. Unfortunately for me, Cam, I had quite the howler of a week last week. Mate, you went from stride to stride to stride that you couldn't stand on. Yeah, well, let's let's have a little bit of a rundown on what you can expect in this episode anyway. We talk about our latest result uh, against, goodness me, Cam, I can't even remember who they were against. Who Southern. are we playing? Southern, Southern the Crows. Southern Crows. Goodness me, a week goes by quickly. So we'll talk about it's that been game. been days. Not by the time this podcast goes out, Cam. It's been goodness three days, mate. Oh, goodness sake. Anyway, it's getting Cam-splained over here on the, on the mic, on my own podcast. Anyway, we'll talk a little bit about the game. We'll talk about training, which Cam uh, very uh, dutifully did by himself. Uh, thank you again for doing that, my man. We'll also talk a little bit about uh, the BYO and the fact that I now am an award-winning coach, Cam. I thought I'd just mention that early doors, uh, and I'll talk about my winning speech as well. Look, I think you need to stay tuned to hear about the very well-deserved award Thanks, for man. Netball Coach Machu. Thanks, man. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm honoured. Uh, I'd never thought on this journey, Cam, that I'd become an award-winning coach, uh, but we'll talk a little bit about that later in the podcast. But first, I'm just going to get straight to it, Cam. I'm going to talk about my mishaps, much who's mishaps, a segment that I really didn't want to have so consistently throughout the season. I think out of the 17 episodes, it may not have featured in four of them, and those first three or four were because we had guests on and we hadn't actually started coaching yet. So. Yeah, okay. I think uh, since it has been a feature, you've missed two. That's it, yeah. Gee, that's that's really depressing, actually. But we'll get on to not just one mishap, not just two, but four mishaps this week, Cam. Pretty embarrassing. I'm just going to – I don't know how we want to work this. Shall I just round them off and you can add to them as they come through? Is that the easiest for you, mate? You just go, okay. and I will get my fair say, don't you, Way? Oh, yeah, well, I certainly didn't get my fair say after last week. I got absolutely roasted like a Sunday chicken. Anyway, let's move on to the first of these uh, mishaps. The first mishap, of course, was after the game against, goodness me, Tyree. I drove, or I drove to the airport uh, and flew out to the Cook Islands the next morning. Unfortunately for me, though, Cam, I left all of the gear in the car at the airport. Yes, you know, came Sunday morning and I was like, oh, I'll wash the bibs, you know. get Yeah, get nice back, thing to do. Get ahead on 
all the stuff there, you know, much had gone off in the morning, early morning. Um, and so I was looking around for the bibs and I couldn't find the bibs. And I was like, oh, they'll be with the other gear, you know. He hasn't got them out <laughs> yet. So I started looking for the other gear. Oh, and man. I was like, quickly like, there's no netballs in this house oh. or anything to fairly say. So I, I sent you a message um, on Sunday evening being like, hey, mate, just a quick question. I'm just going to assume <laughs> yeah. you've got the gear in your car. And what was your reply, mate? I was very, to be fair, you're right. I was very nonchalant. I was like, yeah, I've got it. And I'll just wash all the, I'll wash all the bibs before the game. And I'd completely forgotten. Like I was so on holiday that I'd completely forgotten that we run a training every week as well. And so I comp- it just completely slipped my mind until quite a wee while later. And I felt unbelievably bad. Yeah. So I let you stay in your holiday bliss, mate. And <laughs> just was like, okay, he's got the gear. I mean, it doesn't matter that he doesn't realize that I need to do training. But, um, <laughs> this is what happens when you have pina coladas and a coconut, which I think was your quote from your quote yeah. from last week. Yeah. Amazing. And, and so I contacted um, Liv myself and I said, look, I need to get some balls and cones and, well, everything for, for training because Macho's left me a little bit high and dry. It wasn't until I basically said on the shared chat between us, that um, it's all sorted and much. It goes, oh, yeah, I've got the gear. That's right, yeah. I had my little moment of epiphany, uh, probably three pina coladas deep to realise this training is going to be very difficult for you <laughs> because I've got all the gear. So I felt really, yeah, really bad for that. All the gear so and sorry. no idea. Absolutely. That's exactly what I was doing. I was horizontal. I was. I had no idea. And I had all the gear. Fair play. I'm so sorry about that. Anyway, that's mishap number one of four. I'm going to roll through these now because we are taking a bit of time. The second one is a bit of deja vu. Forgot the jacket again. Uh, it was at work. And obviously because I was away, I didn't have time to go into work and to pick it up. So unfortunately, I had to chuck on another jacket. So that's the second mishap, Cam. But I'm going to quickly jump into the third because it also relates to what I was wearing. Unfortunately, I had um, I had some very nice boots, and they're kind of brown, leathery kind of ones, and I left them in the boot while I was away in the Cook Islands, and of course, as you mentioned last week, Cam, it was pouring with rain, particularly late into the week, and I've come back, and I've opened the boot, and my boots are sopping. They are sopping wet, and so I've had to borrow some boots from a, an old friend. Yeah, look, someone has extremely impeccable taste and had some sh- <laughs> shoes for you to borrow. I yeah. think you're gonna go in sh- sneakers, was it, with your sh- with your shirt? I was yeah, like, it nah. was. I was like, there's no way you're going like that. I'd like not uh, not allowing that. I was a walking, I was a walking fashion disaster. But thankfully, Cam uh, brought me back a little bit with some very fashionable sneakers. I don't know where you got them from, but if we could get a plug for them one day, we'll we'll do that anyway. So. Those were three of the four big mishaps, but Cam, arguably my worst one, was me trying to get ahead of the game one step forward, but ended up four steps back, didn't I? And I'm talking, of course, about the Dunedin Nipple app fail. Look, for those who don't know, here we go. We, as coaches, uh, provide an app that helps us uh, see the draw, see where we're playing, umpire draw, results, standing, results all that sort of stuff. And the other part of it is to do the scoring for the weekend. So every game 
one player from each or one person from each team has to uh, score the game and they sit next to each other and make sure the scores match and stuff like that. And when you do that, you also apply your team. So the first thing you do is say who is there for the day that's going to be potentially a player. Your team sheet kind yeah, of Your team sheet, yeah. And you load that in before the start of the game. And then during the game, you can load in who's playing in each quarter if there's any subs. Now, <clears throat> it's quite easy to forget to do that part, isn't it, Machu? Oh, it wouldn't be the first time this season where I've completely forgotten to put the team, you know, in terms of who was playing when. And, you know, I've I've definitely, you know, sometimes when you're in the moment, you completely forget about the little details. And so this time I wanted to make sure that I was ahead of the game so that I didn't have to worry about it on the day. And how did that turn out for me, mate? Uh, yeah, so about two hours or an hour and a half before our game, must have been about two hours. Yeah, about that. Um, you decide, you know, you'd start the the game get well, some get some admin going yeah so you, you see made the team sheet up well done first first part thanks man now where most of us would do it is just leave that that's it that's <coughs> all you all you do you, you select your team sheet well done you're ahead of the game there <laughs> um but <coughs> but <coughs> but you decided you would enter your team and that started off all right and you click the save for later thing and then you were like, I don't think they applied anything. It's true. This is exactly right. And so you were like, oh, you can do this when the game started. So I'll just get ahead of the game here. And I'm just going to start and stop the game. So it started so I can apply the team. That's right. Now tell me what happened next. Yeah. So what happened is I pressed start. And then obviously the, the, the first quarter was ticking down, but I couldn't see the team loaded. And so what I did is I went to pause the quarter in order to, you know, revisit this during the actual game time. Um, but unfortunately, muscle memory kicked in and I ended up ending the quarter because I'd done so much scoring. So we're already a quarter down on the live on the live scoring. And so what happened is instead of actually applying a team and preparing myself for the best admin prep before a game, I've ended up you know, accelerating things where we've lost a quarter on the live scoring system, Cam. Fair to say, easily the biggest fail of the week. Easily. We had to contact our lovely friend, Bridget, at Dunedin Netball, who wasn't super happy to hear from you, to be fair. Um, a bit rude. Well, it's fair, isn't it? Fairly rude? Yeah, fairly fair. <laughs> um, Rudely fair. And she, I said to her, look, it looks like I can go on my phone and start the scoring again. Yeah. So just forget about him. We Standard. Do. Yeah. Just the, just the same thing you say every week to, to Bridget whenever I raise anything. Just just forget about him. Yeah. Just don't worry about him. So all was saved because I had to do it all. But um, like. It's almost like you got a question about that last week, actually, didn't you, Cam, around um, carrying the coaching load? Yeah, my back's still sore. Yeah, it's even sore than last week. But. Hey, look, we've we've spent around ten minutes talking about my failures. Look, it's it's been a season to remember, and we'll obviously talk through as the season winds to a close um, how many failures I've had. But look, another four to add to the collection. Uh, people have asked why is there no Campbell's mishaps, and it just isn't. That's why. Yeah, carry on. Yeah, okay. We'll get to the training wrap, eh? We'll get to the train. Yeah, okay. Let's get to the training wrap, and I will blissfully just leave you to it. Uh, obviously, I was away for this segment. I was away in the Cook Islands, um, and so I'll let Cam talk a little bit more about what training was like, mate. 
Yes, while well, Machu was away enjoying the sunshine, we went to work. Now this week, far <laughs> out. You could just mute your mic, actually. If you <laughs> um, so rude. <laughs> and <laughs> now what we what you did is we had a slightly different training this week. We've got a little bit of a a different setup coming into this game this week. We knew of uh, we had four players definitely away. Uh, three of us or you know, Stuarts who have played a lot of minutes for us and stuff like that and particularly from the attacking end so we were left with some decisions to make uh, we, we knew that we were only going to have seven of our own players coming into the game on Saturday and those seven didn't make up an attacking and defending lineup but they also didn't take into consideration the fact that we knew that some players probably weren't going to last uh, four quarters um, where, where they were at. And some of them, I guess, were returning from COVID still only a week or two earlier, right? So managing loads where we can there. Yes, so there was, you know, that was the main reason they weren't probably going to just in lessons and stuff. And so it was a good time to sort of start working on combinations as early as we could. So right, we went through and discussed where the changes in the team could be made to allow to fill us a team this week. We were also requesting out to some sort of fill-ins or pull-up players to help freshen some legs if we needed. Mm. But we know we needed to sort of stick our seven girls out on the court on Saturday in some kind of lineup to make a team. And so we chose that lineup. We chose a couple options. And we just started to work through those options and put those players who are our position in a bit of chance to feel how they feel and also sort of get a, a, a beginning of those combinations and start to learn a little bit more about it. Now, nice. all was sort of fine there. And that that went well. They, they started to get a little bit of a learning there. The problem was, is we did have a few players who were going to be at training, but not the game. Right. Suddenly weren't able to train or a little bit of changes here. I made a training plan for eight players. And um, one of them said that they were on some limited loads and were basically there to feed some balls. So the other problem with training was, is I had to participate in a fair chunk of it. And um, so, you know, four corners, I was in there and they went to go to the part where four corners gets a bit more complicated. I said, that's enough. We won't go any further. That's smart play, smart <laughs> yeah. play. I don't want to look like the idiot who didn't know the drill. Yeah, that would yeah. be my job. Yeah, so I just avoided the mishap and just cut oh, it. Oh, come on. Cut it right there. <laughs> um, and then I had to be the defender in one of the drills and I'm sure that probably led to them not getting the best practice out there because I couldn't be the best defender that they needed but oh, of course yeah but then we it went all right and we started to get an idea of whether one of the combinations would work better or not and and, and you know we were setting ourselves up for giving ourselves a chance coming in on saturday for what we knew would be a tough game no mm-hmm. matter what but also what would be a tough game because of the circumstances as well yeah lots of lots of factors going against the team this weekend in terms of not only the opposition that we were playing, but I guess just like you say, the circumstances of unavailability and things like that. Yeah, I must say, though, those training tracksuits, not good for when you are training in them. Great for the looks and great for the warmth, but, oh, I got sweaty. 
yeah, look, I, I guess we didn't really buy them to to train in, uh, but that's just the nature of coaching, isn't it? Sometimes you've just got to step up and lead by maybe the, the least example possible, but you've got to you've got to get out there and give it a go. Yeah, and so you returned Friday, didn't you? I did. Yeah, so I did. <laughs> I got in. I think it was about nine thirty at night on Friday, and got home. Yeah, about ten o'clock at night. So did did as I said I would do. Washed the bibs. Dried the bibs the next morning. Smart play. Well done, mate. Glad you got that part done. All I'll say is I am a man of my word. I'm a man of my word. I did as I was not told, as I did. And anyway, I also went and got some of the, what we call the smorgasbord uh, beforehand. So I was as organized as I could be. It was, though, an afternoon game, though, Cam, wasn't it? So it was quite useful for us to just give ourselves a bit of extra time. I will say this, though, as Dunedin Netball knows, afternoon game... Car parking, lame. I'm sure it's not Dundee and Airball's fault. There's a lot of sports going on. And oh, no, 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 exactly right. Yeah, I'm just highlighting it. Yeah, and the afternoon yeah. game was vital for the chance to get the bibs dry, really, wasn't mm. it? Crucial, incredibly crucial for that. But let's, uh, I think we'll call that there in terms of the training site and, and really swiftly move to the game wrap Cam, a pretty difficult game, and you've you've outlined quite a few things, I guess, that we were aware of before the start of the game. We had the two fill-in girls come, and again, full credit to them for coming to play with us. They were incredibly uh, coachable, and they also really bought into the culture that we have in terms of our karakia, you know, our warm-ups, our team photo. Uh, but we also had some other people who came along as well, some very special guests, Cam, in the form of uh, one of our mid-quarters, Jamie, her mother, and her nana came to watch a game, and they were very, very excited, and we gave them the royal treatment, we gave them their own seats, we gave them some food, we let them choose some music if they wanted to do that, uh, but it was really, really nice to have them there, wasn't it, Cam? Yeah, it's always nice to have some supporters, and I'm sure it's nice for both Jamie and the team to have, you know, bar now and support connected to us and, you know, just nice to sort of have that time, but also get to do what you enjoy in front of them. And I'm sure they love that as well. Supporters are kind of like a visual reminder of the fact that others have belief in you. And so I guess that really must help when it comes to seeing someone familiar on the sidelines. I, I know when I play sport and I see someone that I know, who's not part of the team, who's just come to support, it, it really helps me as well. So I imagine it's did the same for, for Jamie as well. But let's get on to the game, Cam, and I'll, and I'll let you start to wrap this game quarter by quarter. Okay. Yep, so we knew this game was going to be start. Uh, not, we knew this game was going to be tough from the outset. Players out of position, um, a strong team as well. So, you know, they're ahead of us in the table. So, But we both had one loss. Also quite a, also sorry sorry Kim also quite a tall team as it turned out as well. Yeah, they had some height and they had some you know good strength and physicality as yeah. well. Unfortunately for us, uh, we weren't able to sort of get the flow going in these positions. And the first quarter wasn't one to remember, I guess, and it was one fourteen to them. Yeah. Yep. yeah, and I think we'll just flow through the quarter. Next scores. quarter. Yeah. Uh, we started to make a few changes and come back a little bit and just start to build into it, but it was unfortunately 3.10 the quarter, leaving at 4.24 half time. Yep, let's move on. Yep. 
And then it's sort of continued like that, 3.11. Yep, next. 7.35 score. And fourth quarter, uh, I think the one we were most proud of, we sort of said you know, to the girls at the end of the third quarter, look, we, we just got to go out there and try and put in a big final quarter, you know, good chance that we could be playing these guys again in the postseason if we can put it Touch all wood. together. Yeah. Yep. And, um, you know, show them that why we haven't been here the whole game, they should still be worried. And I think we did that to start. I think it was sort of out of the seven goals scored through the first part, we scored four of them, I think. That's right. That's correct. Yeah. Um, and then it just didn't quite finish off. And we finished 5-11 for a final score of 46 to 12. Not our best effort. Uh, Southern Crows played well. Yeah, full full credit to Southern Crows. Yeah. To be fair, they were actually, they were class. They were swift through midcourt. They were loud. They were intimidatingly tall, but they also probably had a full strength team. Cam. Yeah, they probably did. Then look, can't sort of take away from the effort. They were very well drilled and uh, very confident. They were obviously a very quality side. Couldn't agree more, mate. Could not. Agree more. Well, it's a tough game to sort of f- try and find any sort of lessons or learnings from, though, Cam. But do you have any final thoughts from the game? Yeah, I, I mean, I think there was plenty to learn from there. Uh, the game, you know, one, we got to see how they play, and we probably didn't really show them too much about how we play as well. So true. that's uh, maybe something that will, will come in handy later, hopefully, maybe. Um, But then also... The game I thought we played very well in terms of we kept fighting. You would not have looked at the players and and been able to predict the score line there. You know it, why it wasn't our best effort in terms of goals scored versus goals scored against. I think it was a great effort in terms of staying to what we can do and controlling what we can and just playing as best netball as we could at the time. And, you know, they they kept going in that fourth effort quarter. Quarter effort was fantastic. Yeah, I agree. I think about when, when you think about the fact that if that could have been their full strength lineup, you know, it was an 11-5 deficit to us in, or for us in that final quarter. You think about some of the players that we're going to get coming back into the side who will definitely start to push. And so I think there's definitely an element there maybe of capitalizing at that last sort of in those last few quarters. But I, t- I totally agree in terms of the effort, mate. I think you're, you're bang on there in terms of the courage that they showed. For me, I think it's about the importance, like I've, I've kind of touched on it already, really, in terms of the supporters and how much of an effect they can have. Now, I know that the scoreline probably doesn't reflect that. But it's about the value of being a supporter and what that actually does for athletes in terms of helping them feel like people believe in them. Like we can only do so much, Cam and I, to to support and to encourage from the sidelines. But it's different when you hear someone's voice that you know and someone's voice that you have missed for a while. And so in terms of the lift that, that can give Cam, I think that's a lot more important than people uh, give it credit for. Yeah, it's important to, you know, embrace the support around you in, in a game like that to feel supported no matter what the scoreline is is always nice um but you know there was plenty of eyes there on the sideline for us to take away learn you know as yeah. he came down and uh 
I actually, I just really want to stab this on in the end here is I really wish we get a chance to play them again. Hopefully in the postseason we get a chance because I really look forward to a chance of redemption against them because from what I see, if we can put it together, we can take it to them as well. Redemption is something that we can maybe look forward to touch wood and we'll talk about how we are shaping up for those potential playoffs in the situation a little bit later on. But before we get there, let's hear from one of our players to discuss the last seven days. And this week we're going to be talking to someone who had her family at the game. It's our mid-quarter, Jamie. You're listening to the Centre Pass Podcast. So I've got Jamie here with me, one of our star mid-quarters. Jamie, obviously you had your mum and your nana at the game last week. How good was it to have them watching you guys on? It was so good. It was so nice to have their support again. They've watched me right through, so it was nice to have their feedback coming off the court as well and their support. I could hear them on the sideline, which was really nice. Yeah, how much does that lift you knowing that, you know, your family who are from Morrinsville who have come down, how much does it mean for you to see them all the way down here in Dunedin? It was so amazing. It was just like heartwarming and knowing that you had to give it your all, even though it didn't go our way, but it was really good to just have the extra motivation to put everything out there and leave it all out on the court for them. Yeah, exactly. Talking about that game, obviously a very difficult result overall, but there were some things, I guess, in there that we can take away for this weekend. Anything that stood out for you? I think the fight that we put up in that last quarter, knowing that we have the ability to give every team a good run for their money was really good and I think that yeah we just need to keep that up and bring that into our next game. Yeah I think you're bang on and and I guess that was something that we also touched on a bit at training tonight we're obviously just finished our training now. Um, anything tonight that we sort of worked on that stood out for you or things that we can take away from tonight for Saturday? Um, working the circle around the shooters I think was really good we did a really good drill around that and getting our spacing right and where the shooters need to be. So I think if we bring that into Saturday, we'll give the defence a really good run for their money with that. Yeah, some really good stuff actually in the um, the full court at the end there actually where we started to use that as well. You know, we've got one more game left in the season. We've got it this weekend against College Green. You know, obviously this sort of time of the season, people are starting to look back on the season and how it's been. You know, how have you found the season so far? We've, I know it's hard to reflect when we've got a game still to go, but how have you sort of found the season looking back? I've really loved it. It's my first year down here, so playing with completely new people and new coaches, it's been really enjoyable getting to know how different people play and keeping a nice hobby out of studying as well. It's been really fun and it's, yeah, been a good... Side hustle, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Serious side hustle. <laughs> Love that. Okay, so, you know, back down to business. We've got one more game, College Green, on Saturday, 9am start, just FYI. Um, what do we need to do in order to get the chocolates on Saturday? I think we need composure and just focus into the game that we play because when we play it well, we get the rewards that we get so I think yeah composure and settling into our game and focusing on what we do best will be the winner hopefully too right absolutely right anything else you want to add mate Nah, just thanks for the season so far hopefully we get another three games come on now can't the first here we go you're listening to the center pass podcast well, there you go. Another, I don't really know what to say there, Cam. Very useful thoughts, particularly as we start to build into this last week of the regular season. I don't know about you, 
can, but but it's really started to feel like it's flown by. I, I don't know if it's just me, but it's definitely starting to feel like things are really rushing towards the end of the season now. Yeah, it's crazy to think that we are one game away from the regular season being over. Like, asked me that eight weeks ago, we've been like, no, there's heaps of time left. But now we're sort of right here, one week of regular season and two weeks of postseason, hopefully. 40 minutes of guaranteed netball for us and potentially a couple more games, but there is only one game, I guess, for us that is certain, and that is this weekend. We'll talk a little bit about who will be playing soon, but first I just wanted to quickly digress and talk a little bit about the BYO that happened after the last game, Cam. Yeah, mate, on the weekend we had our club BYO, so all the teams together, so it was really nice to get a chance to bring the teams together for the first time, but the players together again, and unfortunately I had work, so I wasn't able to go. I was off with the Dunedin Phoenix Thunder, the ice hockey but you were available, mate. So do you want to talk us through a little bit more about it? Yeah, I'd love to. I'd love to. Yeah, so unfortunately, there weren't that many of our team who could make it. There were a couple of dates that were thrown around and a lot of our team could make the other day. Unfortunately, only four or five of us were able to represent the Fizz at the BYO. But as they say, it's definitely a case of quality over quantity with us. It was a really good night, though. Um, it was a bit intimidating for me. I was the only guy... Uh, that was present and so I think as a result of that there was some targeted uh, strategies going on I think you could say when it came to uh, the game God Save the Queen if you're unfamiliar it's where if you have a glass full of wine or any alcohol and somebody drops a coin into that glass you must finish the glass straight away really and so in order to save the Queen Unfortunately for me, I must have been the Queen's biggest lifesaver uh, because there were at least half a dozen times where I had to save the Queen in reasonably quick succession, which led me, Cam, to be fair, it led me to an award that I was given and I took with great honour and grace and gratitude. Uh, I got the award for the most coined coach uh, at the BYO. So look, I'll, I'll happily take that award and the chocolate that came with it. So yeah, very, very happy sort of guy. Look, mate, congratulations. Thanks, it's man. It's always good to see a hard work as a coach <laughs> rewarded with an award. Look, um, I know. And I'd also like to say that I did put the message in that chat to say make sure you coin Machu for me, so I'm going to take a little bit no, of that. No, 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 no. That, like, and that's real cute that you think we can share this award. Um, but look, this is all my work. And frankly, I, I did all the drinking. And so I feel like well, I, I really- I did the thinking. Well, I don't know about that, but we'll, we'll, you know, I feel very honoured. And so from now on, for the rest of this podcast, I'm now going to call myself an award-winning coach. And and I'm not going to say it with any regret because it's just the facts, Cam. Okay. Okay, lovely okay. stuff. Okay, well, let's quickly, quickly move on to Dear Diary now. This is, of course, if you're new to the show, it's something that we've learned in the last seven days that we pen in our mental diaries. So... Cam, if you'd like to start us off, mate, I think, yeah, let's let's do that. You kick us off. Yeah, there's a couple of things I, you know, fall about from the weekend. Obviously, maybe pre-fought into contingencies around the teams you play and given a chance to maybe put some players out of position and, and maybe working on some all-round skills that are transferable um, because, you know, 
especially in the COVID age, you never know what team's going to show up come Saturday. Yeah. There's been plenty of weeks where we've, I think we have 10, 11, 9 players and it becomes many years by the time we get onto the court. And so I think not resting on our laurels around that, but, you know, we're here into the season and we haven't done that, but but something maybe for those who are listening to learn from. But my one actually is results don't show how a team play. Now we've talked about being process focused and not worrying about the outcome, enjoying the game, all those things and let winning come from that. But sometimes, you know, it's easy to get hung up in the score line. Look, yeah. like we don't want to say it again, but 46-12, not prettiest readings, but I really don't think it showed how we played as a team. Mm. We weren't we weren't the better team on the day. That's obviously fair to say. Uh, but we played with our hearts and we had plenty of periods where we looked very good. It was just about doing that for longer periods during this game and also just playing with a bit more confidence maybe. Yeah, I like that. I think you're, you're definitely right around morsels of games that we can hold on to and take out of result like that I think it allows for greater development from a game a game uh, a loss like that so I totally agree my dear diary is a little bit about results as well in terms of I think because I'd become so conditioned to winning and this sounds so bad but you know when you've won so many as we had I think it was was it six out of seven that we'd won leading into this five out of six five out of six something like that Uh, you know to have won that many games I I guess I got a little bit guilty of slipping into a mindset of winning games and, you know, not just showing up and winning games, but kind of almost expecting us to be at our best and to win every game because we just done it so regularly. And so for me, I think the game really highlighted something that is such a cliche, but is now I think really personally applicable, which is that results just aren't guaranteed. You, you know, the loss, I think, over the weekend was a really good chance to to remember that nothing, nothing is certain and that basically we can't just expect to turn up and win. But I guess the good thing that we can do is we can bounce back from games like that and hopefully, as you've touched on, Cam, have a bit of redemption as well in games to come. Yeah, exactly. I think the situation will sort of explain where we're at. Well, no better segue than that to <laughs> move into the situation. Of course, this is our segment where we tell you where we stand, where our opposition for the weekend stand, and what we're going to be doing in the weekend in terms of where we're playing and what time. So we now move into the situation, Cam. Why don't you tuck into a little bit of that? Yes, so we have one more game of the regular season, as we've talked about, and we we yeah, we yeah take on college, dramatic, dramatic music from me there. Yeah, college Green, I believe, or College Netball, who we played in the first round in the crossover before we demoted and we had the win against them i believe the score was 24 18 is that correct that's correct mate yeah that's exactly right yeah and so obviously we've had the win against them before so we know we can do this and i think we've grown as a team well over the last few few weeks but they might live as well so we have to make sure we bring our best game why this game is important is because as the table sits top five go uh, top four go free Top five have a chance. So first and locked in is Eastern. Eastern. Yeah, they've won all their games. Congratulations to them. They're doing really well. Yeah, they'll probably yep. finish top. Southern Crow, 
Uh, they, I think they're guaranteed to finish top, actually. Yeah. yeah. And gar- I think Southern Crows are guaranteed second. They're guaranteed second. They're that far ahead of third yeah. and fourth and fifth. Southern Crows, second. I don't know what points they're on. Where it matters is us. We sit in third on 16 points. So we've had our wins, but we haven't had a loss, uh, bonus point in our two losses. College and college has had one more loss than us, but they have the two bonus points from their losses. Uh, and TNC, who are in fifth on 13 points, one point behind college, have <clears throat> um, they also have one more loss than us. And they sit one point behind them because of the game we played against them. They didn't get a bonus point, so uh, they sit one point behind. Now, why that is important is there's only a few options left for the weekend that can sort of play out. On the weekend, we have full control of our fates. We play college, and if we win, we're locked in, guaranteed third. Perfect. Great. But we also still have a chance to go through depending on the how we lose. So if we get a bonus point loss, so we lose by five or less, then we will also go through. I'm pretty sure, we don't quote me on this, but because the only way that we wouldn't go through there is if TNC came to equal us on points. If we take the bonus point they will, and they win, they will come to equal with us. And that the tiebreaker is a head-to-head win and we had the win. And so we would go through into the playoffs in the fourth spot. But also there's a small chance it might be down to goal difference. And I think I just looked at that. It, we have about a five, six goal buffer on them. So they have to have a pretty good win against Easton, who is the first place team this weekend. Obviously, if that doesn't happen, our last and one only play that we can make it through on is the one that we can't control, which is if TMC lose to Eastern, then we go through as well. That game is after us, so I think our biggest focus is what we can control. Obviously, Eastern haven't dropped a game, but we can't rely on them to just perform this weekend. Yeah, we don't really want Eastern to be helping us out. We want to sort of control our own destiny, as you've said. So just to really sum that up, it's third v fourth this weekend in terms of us v College Green. It's at 9am on the 8th, no, on the 6th of August, 9am at the Edgar Centre, 3rd v 4th with a real chance to solidify our place in the top four. Fifth plays first to determine whether they'll have a chance as well. But of course, if we beat fourth place, we do, it doesn't matter. There's a slight chance that we could win and advance even if we don't win, but that's let's just leave it to win, hopefully winning at 9am on Saturday. But yeah, obviously some really, really big games, and it just comes down to these two matches. It's taken, goodness me, Cam, what is it? Uh, you know, we started this podcast in September last year, 11 months ago now. It's come down to the last round of the regular season, and it comes down to two games that are back-to-back of each other. Yeah, yeah, I mean, we would love if that game was before us, then we could go in there with maybe a bit of freedom. pressure. But also, it could be backfired. We could go into that game suddenly knowing the 100% result that we need to get. Um, but we're just going to focus on the game itself. We beat them before, so we know we can do it again. And 
you know, looking at previous results, and I think College had a one-point loss against uh, Tyree Netball Club on the weekend, uh, which, you know, that was the result that we were looking at quite tense, weren't we? Because we knew that if TNC lost that, we were guaranteed... Or Drew. Yeah, or Drew, actually. Drew would probably have been perfect for us because it would have given us a little buffer on the points here and there, actually. But, um, you know, it wasn't the case, and so... You know, all we have to do is worry about what we can do, and I believe we can do it. That's it, mate. The The wrapping paper has been cut up. The bow is ready to put on the gift. Time to put it on ourselves and get it over with and present it to us. That's basically all we have time for. If you do have any feedback, though, of course, you can get in touch with us on our social networks and get in contact, us with, get in contact with us via email, just on centre.pass.nz at gmail.com. You can check us out on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash podcast, or of course at centre underscore pass underscore NZ on Instagram. But until next time, Cam, we will be back next week with the final result of the regular season and where we go from there. It could be interesting, mate. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Kakite. Kakite no. Thanks for listening to Centre Pass. Check out centre underscore pass underscore NZ on social media and on Spotify for more.